Blog Talk Radio. of Archivist Bets on Sexy, which is a podcast from the Geek Girls perspective, and I am the head hauntress, and uh, well, it's the lofty month of May, as they would say in Camelot, but uh, well, not much is rompings going on in Trala, but uh, we're all still stuck in our homes during a pandemic, but it also is May Day. So, you know, I bet you a lot of people got their groove on. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of COVID babies coming out in nine months. But that's another story. Uh, It also means it's six months to Halloween, which means that it's time for madness. Halloween horror movie marathon madness. Yes, we are six months out. That means the theme for next October's Halloween Horror Movie Marathon Madness, which will be in its 13th year. Had to do a 13th year, right? And especially with this pandemic and the possibility we'll still maybe even stuck in our homes. Who knows what will happen this year? We'll talk about this theme and what it's going and uh, a little bit later. uh, But first, let me introduce the sexy witches. We'll start with my person on the, in the Pacific Northwest, she is, or they are the Enchantress of Nevermore. They are currently kicking ass in their quarantine world. Please welcome to the show, Raven Jasper Hawk. Hello, you're on with the Sexy Witches. Hello, it's great to be quarantined with you. Aw, I'm so glad we haven't talked in a while. And it's, it's so glad true. to hear that you're, even though I know you're having some stress, but you're all in that frustration card has been flying around yeah. a lot. Um, I'm glad you sound in better sorts, and I'm glad to hear that. Absolutely, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so great. Uh, we'll get back to you in a moment. Um, I still don't, you would believe after all this time, I would have everyone's phone numbers memorized, but I actually don't. Um, <laughs> so I am pretty sure, though, on the line is in Clifton Ford, Virginia. Yes? Yes. Yes. She's oh, excellent. Yes. yes. <laughs> my area code. That is my sexy porn witch. Please welcome to the show. Media convention extraordinaire, but kicking also ass on the isolation tip. The sexy porn witch. Erin Marie. How you doing? You're on with sexy witches. Hello. <laughs> I, You're I'm a little bit. 
little bit soft, my dear. If you could bring it up just a little bit. Um, hello. That's a little bit better. Thank you. So I'm just talking directly into the phone now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, and then, sorry about that. I'm actually saving something. Woo, okay. Ever, I believe in my 304 area code. Which one is that? West Virginia. That would be me. That's me. Yeah, I, I actually don't know where you're no, no, uh, I ha- I am still 304 right now, but I will let you know when that changes. There is a big change coming for me, so I'm excited about it. I will be uh, in North Carolina soon. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm excited, but yes, I'm happy to be here as always. <clears throat> we know Liz got a new headset today. Oh yeah, and she may cool. have dropped. I can, <laughs> ah, I wondered. I was like, oh well, I, I well, it's uh, it's uh, usually she calls me Steve, the Wizard of Wandling, which I love hearing yeah. that. I do and, like that. Although uh, I gotta say, I was really hoping for Pete Cemetery based on the uh, typo you made on, on a convention post on Facebook. <laughs> do you remember oh, that did I, today? <laughs> Oh, you accidentally no, it was a while ago. You accidentally said Pete Cemetery instead of Pet Cemetery, and I was like, "That's your name now." And I was really hoping it would hold. But you know what? I'm gonna get that tattooed like Thug Life across my belly, like just Pete That's Cemetery. That's a great idea. Wouldn't that be great? It isn't it the I, best idea I've ever had? I think it probably is. It's too bad like <laughs> you don't have more knuckles because it would be a good knuckle tattoo as well. Um, I know, you but, know, you if know. I had a dime for every time I said, if only I had more knuckles. Uh, right. I would have at right. least 10 cents. I would have, right. I'd probably find a way to lose that 10 cents, but uh, that's just <laughs> me. That's a whole other story. We don't have time for that tale. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. Uh, How's quarantine I, treating you, though? It's really good. So I just got Shutter again. Um, I had it on Amazon I for saw a little that. bit. Uh, if anyone listening or uh, anyone talking uh, doesn't have Shutter, there is a 30-day free trial right now with the code SHUTIN, all one word, S-H-U-T-I-N. The trial is usually only seven days, so um, they're jumping on the quarantine bandwagon of giving you a little more free time. So yes. today I just started watching The Last Drive-In, and I had never finished a Joe Rob Briggs show before. Um, I think oh, wow. I was so, I was like an anti snob snob. <laughs> sure, sure. I understand. <laughs> for a really I long time. I think you had an yeah. Elvira thing for a while for the same reason. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah um, no, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We're, so we're mine was Joe Bob Briggs. I was just like, I don't need that in my life. And then today what I was like, wow, I really do need this in my life. <laughs> it's like, oh wait a minute. Yeah, no, I uh, and I feel the same with Elvira. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't remember a time when there wasn't Elvira now. You know what I mean? It's like, right. what was I yeah, doing? Exactly. Oh, well, it's what great now because now I have so much content um, that I've never seen in this context before. Um, and sometimes I haven't seen the movies that he's doing. This The first episode is Castle Freak. And even though I feel like I've seen every um, 
Charles Band film in existence for some reason, and every yes. Jeffrey Combs movie. For some reason, I have not. And Stuart Gordon. <laughs> and Stuart Gordon. I can't believe it. Like, you usually, such, I mean, yeah. Reanimator gets so Frampton. much. What's that? Oh, I'll sit in Barbara Crampton. <laughs> oh, yes. It's thank you. Yeah, Barbara they're like. Yes. They're like the different. Charles Band. Yeah. They're like the Charles Band, Kurt Russell, and Goldie Hawn. Can you all hear me now? <laughs> yes. Hi. Welcome yes. back. I am on my phone. It once again dropped me and locked me out uh, and says that I'm called in. I figured. So yeah. I had to actually grab my phone. So glad you were talking That's to okay. Bob, it sounds like, and Stuart yeah. Gordon, which is awesome. Always uh, never a dull day to talk about Stuart Gordon. I made Steve right. watch Doll uh, a while back. Oh, nice. Yes, I did, which I loved. I thought that was so much fun. Oh, we did a live watch of that for Madness. It was so much fun. I used to have it on VHS, and I hadn't watched it since I bought it from a a video store that was closing down. So when we did, like, a live chat for the – it was, like, the robots and automatons here. Uh, Some of the best riffing I've ever seen in my life was during watching Dolls. Like, we have such funny people in our Facebook group. (laughs) There's some just – really clever, quick-witted people. And the game, the movie is already so hilarious in the first place. That's a good time. Oh, it's, it's, it's one of the few movies that actually creeps me out. Yeah, it is pretty creepy. They do some really cool stuff with practical effects. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, that's, I couldn't believe how good the, the practical effects were in that. Um, yeah. which I'm always going to go practical over C. Yeah, I yeah. think the best type of CG Same. is the CG you can't see is there, yeah. you know? You right. So that's, uh, yeah, yeah, Stuart Gordon. And man, we've already covered a lot of ground here. This is... <laughs> uh, We're well on our way. I, I wanted to also point out during their Choppy Mall Blood Sucking Freaks episode that, um, and Aaron Marie, I'm sure, noticed it too, uh, the, the Count Gore Duval shout out with the Silver Bola Award and nice. shout out to Scares and Care. Uh, That's so cool. Yeah, and, and you know it wasn't it wasn't Joe Bob, it was Darcy who chose she Count is Gore awesome. Duval. Cool. She does so much. Yeah. She adds so much to that show. She is nothing but, and she has been very. She's just very friendly to the fans. She's always working hard. Uh, she got, from what I understand, it was her that got both. Uh, he gave her shout out. She got both Jericho and uh, uh, Kelly Maroney, I think. Uh, is her name? I'm sorry. If from yep, Choppy Mall. Yep, Cal- so, yep, Kelly Maroney. Yeah. And I let I let the evil genius watch Choppy Mall with me. Nice. Oh, what'd she think? Classic. Oh, she, she liked it. it. It's funny. It's it's not, there's it's not it's, it's you know the, the boobs thing was when she liked it goes Bob is there gonna be boobs? Oh no, there's boobs. It was that was funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, she actually enjoyed it. She thought it was silly, and I said yeah, it's silly. But she fell asleep at the end. But that's okay. I actually was kind that's of glad right. that she fell fell asleep right before blood-sucking freaks because she was not allowed to watch that one. Oh, she's right. not ready for blood-sucking freaks. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm ready, ready for <laughs> Well, it was kind of silly, actually, but uh, blood-sucking freaks is what Nathan Hamilton's favorite movie is. He, he's reviewed oh, it nice. on Hot yeah, Dead right. Watching. Uh, yeah. Let me do 
if I could do some technical stuff, uh, sexy, sure. just for a moment. I okay. need to do a roll call um, just to make sure right. I can hear everybody. Uh, Raven, yeah. say yo. Yo. Erin Marie? Yo. Steve? Yo. And then I have one other person. That's me. Okay. Oh, all right. Cool. I can hear everybody. Yay. Good. That's so awesome. All right. So I want to say, though, I had to change uh, to my uh, phone, but my new headset sounded amazeballs. Oh, my God. It was so nice to hear. It sounded all stereo-y, and this is all back to um, AM radio sounding. I'm so bummed. (laughs) So, well. You know how I've always been, like, obsessed yet lazy at the same time about the sound on this show. Right. Well, hey, it works now as long as as long as you can hear. Yeah, I can hear. I'm probably popping all over the place with this out my pop guard, but that's okay. Um, so, um, let's see. So we talked about Joe Bob, and uh, I guess I'm the only one. Maybe Aaron Marie you saw the Rick and Morty. Yes, definitely. Oh, yeah, I have not seen Rick and Morty yet. Yeah, uh, well, they watched that yesterday. Uh, yeah, I think it just finally dropped on on the, the networks. So, because I, I noticed they don't allow you to stream it immediately, but I did watch it about right. three three times already. So, nice. Uh, yeah. Is it that it, good? It, uh, not necessarily. It was more about like just not having enough Rick and Morty. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, and they, it's all... did, they always split it up like they did this year. I'm not uh, an aficionado of this show. I didn't know if they always do that half and half thing or. Uh, yes, they no, but the they're gonna. Up. I don't. It, not necessarily, uh, but uh, um, it, it's gonna. We're gonna get. Uh, hopefully, we'll get more. Erin Marie can vouch. It was actually, in some ways, one of the reasons why we were. First of all, the writer's joke episode. It's about writing. So if you like writing, all the jokes are about writing, and that was pretty funny. The other thing is it was an indirect tribute to Snowpiercer, right, Erin? Yes, it was. I noticed that. Uh, Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. And I love how they kept saying things like, oh, don't worry about it. These things aren't canon. Yeah, I know, and, and so I would recommend, I mean, I have, there's no, like, even the mediocre Rick and Morty episode is still pretty badass, so yeah. I, I would say definitely recommend it. I actually liked it more than the What We Do in the Shadows episode that I watched this week. I thought that one was a little on the silly what? side, the, the, the curse. Yeah, the they're smarter than vampires that. vampires were so fucking cool. Some of it was cool. The, 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 now, the Guillermo side story about the Slayers and the Vampire House, awesome. Okay, don't get me wrong. That The, the twins were like the shit. Uh, I love those vampire twins. They were cool, cool. Um, but um, <clears throat> but uh, I, I, I just I thought it wasn't as funny as I thought I was hoping. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay. I still love it. I still love it. And I watched it. It got better on repeat viewings. It's not like I haven't watched it twice already. <laughs> so I love this. Um, anyway, uh, now it comes to a grinding halt. No one wants to talk to me anymore. Actually, I have a call. We have a caller. Let's call. I think it's a caller. Let's see. All right, four zero four area code. You're on with the sexy witches. 
Hey, yo, it's Richard. Hi, oh, Richard. you're in. Yay, Richard. Did you Hello. watch, did you watch Rick and That's Morty? I did not watch Rick and Morty because I have a friend that I have to watch it with. He'll kill me if I watch it early. <laughs> oh, okay. So you, how about what we do in the shadows? That I have watched. I did see the episode y'all were talking about. I loved it. Oh, that uh, is brilliant. <laughs> yep. Okay, I I will have to have unpopular opinion. <laughs> oh. Um, our sound oh, hey. is shit tonight, Richard, just so you know. So just know that there's a six-second delay on everybody's voices at this point. So just keep that in mind when we're talking, all right? All right. I'll try to talk early. Right. I'll talk over everybody. Perfect. <laughs> oh, I talk over everybody on the show, but that's my. Uh, but I also pay for it. So, you know, it's how it works. So I'm... That's how it works. <laughs> all right. So um, – uh, I would say that Joe Bob is off to a good start, and even though yeah. I was kind of dissing on what we do in the shadows a little bit, I actually think it's got a lot of potential, and it's always, I have a feeling it's going to be awesome as usual. Rick and Morty is Rick and Morty. Just having him back was happy land for me. Yeah. Uh, I just, you know, it, it's just like, a, it's, it's something, yeah, you know, like I said, I felt deprived of Rick and Morty, and now I needed my main line of Rick and Morty. So now now I'm better. Um, I've also been watching this show on, it's actually on Freeform, but I don't watch the actual channel Freeform because it's nothing but weird YA stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm watching this one YA show they have called, uh, what is it, Motherland. Uh, Fort Salem, that's what it's called, and it's um, oh, how is that? All, yeah, there's always a school, right? It's always a school in these stories, yeah. Of uh, you know, uh, and it's about a bunch, um, during the uh, in, uh, in uh, what was it, 19, well, 1492, not 1492. Oh my god, six, what year? 16, 16, 16, 16, right? That's Salem with yeah. the Okay. Oh my God. You think I wouldn't know that like immediately? Oh. Um. Anyway, I apologize. But uh, the, instead no of quiz. instead of hanging them, uh, the witches make a deal and teach the people how to do the spells, and so they and they militarize the witches and ride in time for the Revolutionary War, and they bring the Revolutionary War and make America the bravest, strongest country in the world. There's some fascist overtones we haven't quite explored yet in the story. There's a really scary terrorist group called the Spree. And I will say, that is scary. What they do is terrifying. Uh, you know, they, they cast a spell, and when the balloon pops, people commit suicide. It is really fucking creepy. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> um, I've got to see this. i got to see this. Yeah, that part was cool but scary. Uh, the show itself so far, you know, it, it, it's funny. I can't tell if these shows are pandering or are really woke. It's like somewhere in the middle because it's still the machine trying to do like, like you know. But at the same time, it's nice to know that my daughter will see images of herself up there and no one's going to have any issues with who's dating who. It's all going to be natural. And that part's awesome. But it's still Disney, yeah. and I still always, like, question their motives when they uh, yeah. put representation in like this. It's like strategic, yeah. 
strategic representation, right? Exactly. You know, I agree. You with know, you. <laughs> demographically researched yeah. representation. Oh, yeah. and, it's, and, it's like a... But at the same time, it's still representation. <laughs> yeah. Still representation. Sometimes yeah. it feels a little disingenuous. Yeah, the 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 show's I felt like kind of does that a lot. I, I'm well, actually I like Sabrina a lot more than this, but I'm gonna stick with it. Oh, okay, the good. Rest of the season, I do want to see what good. happens with the spree because I thought they were a pretty good villain so far. Um, so that's always a good thing. Um, and, um, and oh, Westworld! Did anybody watch Westworld? No, I'm was, still uh, on, like spoiled. I'm behind. Oh, I, well, I turned on the computer and it was just automatically spoiled, which I guess uh, happens today. <laughs> sad. I I caught up. I've seen all the shows and I've listened to almost all of my friends' podcasts, Bullets, Brothels, and Bots. Uh, I got one episode left. So shout out to Michael Darwin, Philip Barone, and Eric Webster. Their their recap show is always the highlight of the show itself. I I actually thought this season was better than season two, um, a lot better than season two. <laughs> and, mm. uh, um, I didn't and, like season two. But there's still a lot of weird plot device things going on, which I'm like, why? And I don't want to get into it because the one thing about Westworld I do like, even when it's a little on the, like, like cliche or plot device side, it's still got a lot to talk about. So that's another show when we deep dive Westworld. But um, I, yeah, I'd recommend this season, especially if you like more on the cyberpunk style of storytelling over the Western yes. non-lin. It's no longer mm-hmm. non-linear. It's actually straightforward for the most part now. Um, Thank and, God. Um, you know, so there's that. So that might help some people. Oh, no. Am I not connected? Oh, I. Hey, guess what? You're there. Okay. <laughs> Give me a moment. I It disconnected my other thing. I'm going to try to plug back into the computer. So, uh, Give me a moment. Uh, once you, what's what's a good topic? Let's, uh, Richard. I was gonna bring up the new Penny Dreadful that I've been watching. I could kind of talk oh. about real quick. If the, sure. Anybody? Perfect. Anybody else watching? Perfect. Perfect. I'll be right okay, back. Okay, great. Well, there's the new. Uh, anybody else watching City of Angels besides myself? Nope. <laughs> uh, did anybody? Uh, I'm sorry. Did anybody watch the original Penny Dreadful? I watched season one. That was that was Queenie's thing. Oh really? Oh okay. Well, Queenie, if you're out there, call in, please. No, uh, <laughs> I'll just say then. I'll just quickly say then that you know, I got to give props to John Logan. Um, sometimes I think that writers' rooms seem to work in television for the most part. I think that's why that they're done so much with Nick Pizzolatto. I think that like True Detective suffers because of his insistence to do everything himself. And uh, um, John Logan does kind of the same thing, but I would argue that um, uh, that overall, I think he does a better job at writing everything himself. But the new, the new Penny Dreadful um, is basically this one. It's a whole new series, so if you didn't see the old one, fear not. Um, and this one takes place during the uh, 1938 is where most of the action takes place in Hollywood. So if you like. 
oh, cool. the feel of that era of Hollywood and those big production designs. And um, it's got a lot to do with um, now. So speaking of, of social issues, kind of maybe being a little forced uh, there, the whole thing does revolve around uh, the American fascist movement that was trying to keep uh-huh. us out of World War Two, And some of it is good, but then some of it feels like, okay, uh, Donald Trump is working his way into every facet of my entertainment. And sometimes, right. I, you know, I just, I testing, don't, don't want to Testing, one, two, three. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. I'm back. Now you're echoing. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, well, that's because I just turned off the other headphones. It should be echoing oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> now you're good. <laughs> Go ahead, keep on, Steve. You were great. I just wanted to make sure you knew I was back. So, oh, well, I'm, I feel a lot better when you're here. It's like I'm not drifting out in the ocean anymore. <laughs> but, oh, no, but you, get, you were totally focused talking about Penny Dreadful. It was awesome, actually. Thank you. Oh, great. So, it's the highlight of my time here. But uh, I just just saying that the, the aside from a little bit of forcedness, uh, I know that's a word. I just made up i think the show has um it's very great it's got a very lush like full production design it does a really good job of uh recreating um that era of hollywood where you've got the the underbelly and and a lot of um uh, motifs that that will harken back to the black dahlia murder and if you've been missing natalie dormer on tv since game of thrones uh she is the um center of this show and uh she's doing a great job so far so i, I would I recommend uh, people giving it a shot i do too she's great i really do and and queenie always said uh pretty dreadful was great and i never actually watched it and queenie was mad that yeah. i never watched it and i really should because i like natalie Dorn do it for queenie do it for queenie yeah. yeah yeah i should i should so um but yeah watch so cool. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I almost forgot to bring that up. So, uh, where's well, the I mean, streaming, Steve? Oh, yeah, what uh, is it? It just, it just started on Showtime. So, I, I okay. guess if you expand your Hulu package, perhaps. Uh, you maybe, can uh, we, I have access to it. Yeah. Yeah, I have sure. access to it. I will check that out. And Showtime. Speaking of Only two? Oh, the last thing. Uh, yeah, there's only oh. the last thing. Yeah, there's only been two episodes, but the last thing to maybe draw in people even more, maybe check it out. But I, I think it's probably still the same. The premiere it, it was streaming on YouTube for free for anyone, so oh, nice. I think that's still the case. I think they're going to keep it that way. Oh, check. Awesome. Um, it reminded me. I did see three films on stars, not counting Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I also saw with, with on a repo nerds with, with Steve recently. But um I saw yes. I saw uh what was it? Uh, double tap, Zombie Land Double Tap, which was okay. mm-hmm. me oh, too. Was cute. I thought it was you know, fine. Yeah. It was fine. It yeah, was fine. It wasn't I even knew about it. I kinda was bummed a little bit about that in the sense that I wish I saw something new. But at the same time it was like, you know, Visiting friends, checking in, seeing how they're doing. I was cool with that. Um, I yeah. found, uh, and you guys are going to hate me for this, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home was absolutely a snooze fest. I was I bored. I didn't like it at all. I didn't like it at all. Oh, I, 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 
Thor. I'm not into the MCU Thor. anyway, but I think that was a low point for the MCU, in my opinion. I even love Tom Holland. I actually think he's a really good Spider-Man, and I was bored. <laughs> yeah, I was bored to tears with that movie. I did not. I'm with you on this one, and I try. I've come around to some of the Marvel stuff. Uh, it just depends on what it is, but um, yeah, boy oh boy, I did not like that movie. Y'all yeah, killing me over here, man. I love the new Spider-Man movie. Like, oh, that's yeah. Mysterio was my favorite as a kid. So seeing him on the screen was like, oh, it was, oh, that was the best. Well, I think that's one of my favorite. The Mysterio films. design was fine. I had no issues with Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Yeah, but, yeah. I, it wasn't not his story. Issue. It, it was just yeah. boring. The story mm-hmm. for uh, me I just could... wasn't there. Go ahead, Raven. Raven's there. been trying to make a point. Let's let Raven make her make the point. David, uh, um, okay. I watched it. It's in my movie tracker. I remember Mysterio is in it. I cannot tell you one thing that happened in that movie. I think he went abroad. I don't know where. I yeah, don't. He went to I don't remember any of it. Okay, I believe you, but I don't remember. And I just watched it. Like nothing stuck with yeah. me at all. So it wasn't like bored. Nothing shitless but it's yeah, like it's throwing spaghetti to the wall it didn't stick no uh, it didn't and, and it's funny because I rewatched my daughter was watching Endgame and that's why I rewatched it with her and you know what other than the draggy out long shot at the end at the funeral which takes forever um, right. it's actually a pretty darn good movie I actually think I the, be- the, the last I think it's strong yeah. uh, the last I like 40 the minutes, other half better it's okay. It's good. I still think the first Avenger movies, the last 40 minutes of the first Avenger movies, just the last 40 minutes is perfect cinema. The rest of it is good. But, you know, but I, but it, it definitely, I remember Endgame over Far From Home. And I saw Endgame weeks ago and remembered everything. And Far From Home, right. I just, I, I, I got sleepy. I got very sleepy. <laughs> Very, very Convert- too. I got very sleepy. <laughs> Converse wise, though, I I do apologize, Richard, but I because uh, I know he liked it, and 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 Mysterio is a good villain. Don't get me wrong. I just wish they did yeah. more with no, him. Yeah, no, he's great. Um, I yeah. did see Venom. Speaking of Spider-Man, Venom, and that was the other film I saw. Uh, and and it's not a great movie, but I kind of enjoyed the shit oh, out of it. Me too. I loved it. I I have a much better time with that now. Endgame is probably a much. I'm sure it's a much better made movie. But I thought Venom was just a uh, just a good time. I uh, you know I, I'm with you. I thought I don't think it was a good movie, but I I had a good time with it. First, it was it it took place in my hometown in San Francisco, so I was kind of like ah. And you know what? I saw two films. There was another film where they had a base in San Francisco, and there's nothing where either. And both of the places are in the, like one of the Marvel movies has some lab there too. I don't remember. No, Westworld did. Westworld had this lab exactly in the same spot as Venom, which I thought was funny. Which nice. really doesn't exist at all. Oh, cool. It's just a bunch of old. It's the headlands. But anyway, it's just like it was funny to notice that they've been doing that lately. Um, <laughs> but um, Venom was cute. 
like I shouldn't come out of a movie where a demon infects somebody and then bites people's head off and come out as cute, but I guess as a horror geek, it is. Um, yeah. Sexy girl venom was awesome. I really like sexy girl venom. Uh, but there's like this one moment where he's talking with venom and and venom he's like, "You're not gonna. Are you gonna eat anybody else?" And he's like, "Most likely." Bad guy. Oh, I just want to pet him on the head. You know, it's all right. So it turns out he's actually a good guy compared to the rest of his clan, which is like, ugh. But um, anyway, so Venom was okay. I don't think it was very rememberable either. Um, Tom Hardy is always enjoyable, I guess. Um, I don't know how it was in the gallery on, on Tom Hardy here. Here's, here's my Tom Hardy. I watch a movie and then I see the credits and then I go, oh shit, that was Tom Hardy every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> you because can he's so know, different and everything. Gorgeous lips. <laughs> oh, it's the lips. And then I have him at, see, of lips. course Aaron would know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's done so many movies, like Bronson versus like Bronson. Yeah, that was one of the most amazing performances I'd ever seen, and it was the same thing. It gets to the credits, I'm like, oh, that's Tom Hardy. Uh, he just he surprises me every time. Oh yeah, and uh, Bronson was a big movie for me too, right? I mean, how good is that yeah. performance? I, you know, I've never actually amazing. seen Bronson. Uh, it's in my queue, and I've never actually seen Bronson. We should do Repo Nerds and make me watch Bronson. I was going to say, oh, yeah, do a rest in Repo. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All three of us have seen, but not Liz. <laughs> yeah. So, Richard, <laughs> why don't you close this segment up? Close this segment up. Um, anything you want to add, and then we're going to move on. I mean, we're going to move on to madness. What do you think? Madness. Oh, I'm, I'm still reeling. Then I can't believe Bring that so many people dislike Far From Home, man. I'm still reeling. <laughs> you got to understand, Sorry. I'm not that into the MCU in general, so you'll get that a lot from me because I'm, 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 yeah, I'm a, a comic fanboy. I, I like all of them. I like DC. I like Marvel. Yeah. I'm just still so happy that, you know, my little brother can go to middle school and not get made fun of wearing a comic I, shirt. I really like Homecoming. Don't get me wrong. I totally liked Homecoming. I thought Spider-Man Homecoming was totally fun. I don't know why I didn't connect with Far From Home. I totally like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I think he's a good Spider-Man. He's the right age. He's spunky. He's cute. He's funny. Not so much as MJ. His MJ is okay. I think she's kind of bland, especially in Far yeah. From Home. They don't give her anything to do. It's not the actress's fault. None of the problems with the movie is the actor's fault. Everyone's doing their it's part. It's all the story. It really is the script. I, I think they could have done more, especially with Jake Gyllenhaal. You just gave him one of the most creative characters in the Marvel Universe, and they right. didn't give him anything to do with it. Uh, that was my problem. I, I love uh, Richard. I used to love the old Ralph Bakshi Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, yeah. Spider you know, loving that shit. Like that was like one of that was my jam. I watched it all the time. And Mysterio is always one of my favorites. And there's an episode where Mysterio actually goes to Hollywood and hires Spider-Man to be in his own movie. You should look it up. It's pretty funny. Uh, I'm still stuck on the Raimi. I always liked the Raimi ones personally. I'm still stuck on those. Oh, I still say Spider-Man 2 is one of the best comic book films ever, period. Ever. Like, yes. 
done. Period. I don't think I, you touches it. But Tom so Holland, I, Tom when Holland Spider-Man Spider-Man Two came out, oh, I can't hear if Aaron's talking. Are you talking, Aaron? I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say Tom Holland is the only one to get both Peter Parker and Spider-Man right. Like, yeah, that's really yeah. the truth. Toby Hooper was a fantastic Peter Parker and okay Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield, fantastic Spider-Man, terrible Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Absolutely, we agree with that. So, oh, I think we have a color. Who is Aaron? Oh, it's Aaron. All right, we're all here. All the sexy witches are on. My, my cousin. My partner in crime when I'm in L.A. Please welcome to the show, the Warlock of Orange County, Aaron Kogan. How you doing, sir? You're on with the Black Sexy Witches. Hey, uh, I'm hanging in there. Hi, everybody. Hi, hello. hello. You're right on time. Okay, I got to ask before we go into madness because Aaron just called in. Aaron, have you already streamed the Clone Wars yet? Uh, I've not yet watched the end of the Clone Wars. I'm kind of holding off because what happened, and uh, so I'm, I'm saving. Great, but uh, I yeah, I, I've got friends who have been telling me, oh my god, the last shot is going to kill you, man. Just the best ending oh. to any of the Star Wars. They're saying. All right. Well, I'll I'll That's I'll crazy. pick it up. But I figured I would ask. All right, but I did, however see the first episode of their uh, kind of documentary behind the scenes uh, on The Mandalorian, uh, which was all about the directors. And that was really good. I really enjoyed that. And Takia Watiti has been hired to do a Star Wars movie, officially. Yes, he's going to do the next Star Wars film. Speaking of the MCU, he made my favorite MCU film by far, is Ragnarok. Oh, oh, really? Wow. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I agree, but it's not really as canon as some of the other of of the films, even though it does fit in. And Kate Blanchett, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And, the, and what you, you just did a nail on the head with probably why I like it more is I just, um, or why that doesn't bother me is just, I guess, because I'm not that wrapped up in that particular lore. Mm. No, neither am I. Uh, it's okay. I don't really mind either way. I still, you know, I, I do. I, but it's really, I'm a fan of Takia. I mean, I mean, I've been a Me fan too. of him forever. And I just kind of put He's it in his category. Amazing. Yeah, and now he's yeah. going to get Star Wars. Maybe. I'm so, so excited. Oh. <laughs> All right. No more Did I mention? Yeah, horror to talk about. Okay, go ahead, Aaron. One more. We oh, yeah, go. just really briefly. Uh, speaking of Taika. <laughs> Uh, his uh-huh. uh, frequent writing partner, uh, uh, Jeremy Clement, I was uh, oh speaking with him on the Twitter, the tweet, 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 and I asked him, uh, when are we going to get um, uh, New Zealand Paranormal, Wellington, I'm sorry, Wellington Paranormal, which is yes. a spinoff. And yes, he answered, yes. it was really nice, and he said, coming soon. I asked him, who could I write to? to get that here in America because um, I've been seeing little things of Wellington Paranormal online and really enjoying all the little bits I've seen and we're going to get it in America. So finally, Oh, thank God. 
Uh, I feel like it's like they're building this universe out of what do we do in the shadows with paranormal, Wellington Paranormal and werewolves when it comes out. Yes. And, you know, and I feel like werewolves I'm being deprived of canon. Yeah, <laughs> we just got like uh, last week or the week before noticed that uh, for whatever reason, the werewolf spinoff is not going to be delayed because of quarantine and all that. Which is great. Yeah, such good news from the oh, world. Oh, really? That's good news. Yay. Yeah. Well, that's well, because uh, they're in Australia and they have lots of weird animals and things like that. It's you know, <laughs> it, it, you know, so they they, they yeah, are doing that's their a own shared thing. universe. I can get behind. Um, yeah. Wellington Paranormal has done a whole series of uh, public service announcement ads for staying indoors, and uh, New Zealand at this point has zero cases of the coronavirus, which is in amazing. So, uh, you know, people have been joking. Is it because of the ads? Um, if no, because there's more people and sheep don't get it. Oh, yeah. So but that's really if what you get the chance, go on YouTube and look up uh, two meters, please, because uh, that is hilarious. They're a little PSA. All right. All right. I haven't seen we got, we got business to do. We are 10 minutes behind. Oh. So, ooh. Oh, no. Will they forgive us? Do you think people are still listening? Well, no. We don't. We don't. We've got plenty of time. But, but I'm also hearing echoes again. Great. Okay. So, yeah. what is madness? What is it? What is the Halloween horror movie Marathon Magic? Well, if you've Uh-oh. never listened to this show before, welcome, first of all. Um, if you've never heard of the madness, I've been doing it longer than I've been doing the show. I've been doing it for 13 years on social media. It started on MySpace and eventually migrated over to Facebook. So um, it's a social media game. It's an October Halloween game. It's horror watching it's marathoning. It's all sorts of crazy shit, and you're doing it online, and you're sharing your experience with fellow like-minded individuals. And we'll get into the details and the rules and stuff. We can talk a little bit about that, too, but this is not what this show's tonight about. Every year, starting from the third year of the Madness, we've actually had a theme. First year was Bad Baby Blues, because I was pregnant and actually had a baby during the Madness. Yet I still have to imagine. And then it, it's been various types of fear and things along those nature. And we've talked about everything from puppets to dolls one year, the video nasty year, which was when Aaron Marie came on board. Hmm. Wow. Yep. First year too. Deep lore. Deep you lore. know, um, let's see, we got the fear of the dark was one year. Raven, when did you come on? And started being the judge. I, I came on the video nasty year. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was video oh, nasty and I succumbed like week two, and then I came oh. back for robots and placed. Yeah, and right. now, now Raven's been winning as a judge for so long. She's my uh, Raven is my almost is my co-host. Basically, <laughs> you've been working on Madness yeah. now for. Four years straight together as the judge in Madness, and I'll yeah. explain a little bit about that now. But I also wanted to welcome Richard Tanner again, our guest on the show tonight, uh, uh, the head of uh, Book Short Productions. And if you want to see mm. Frank and Thug 
or um, what's the other one? Oh, uh, Frankenstein created bikers are both on Amazon Prime for rent. I highly recommend you go there and look at them, I especially if you like exploitation. Nice. Yeah, they, they are exploitation fun, right, Richard? Very much. So. Yes, very much. So. Yeah. So, uh, but he is also a very much an expert on one of the partial subjects of the theme this year. It's going to be a bonus point, and uh, there will be some automatic triple bonus and some fun games involved with it. But part of the theme for the madness this year, every horror theme is different this year. Part of it is going to be involved with cryptids, which are So, Mr. Richard Panner is a Bigfoot expert. He loves Sasquatch. Right on. I have played Bigfoot. On the small screen. Yep. Not the big screen. But, you know, <laughs> I'm big enough that it works. And, and he knows a I lot about it. other ones. Go ahead. I just uh, I just wanted to say, Richard, I'm a huge fan of of uh, of your work of of the work, and um, I actually was lucky enough to for a little magazine that I do a little webzine that I do talk to Tristan Risk about um, about her some of the stuff, experiences on the film, and I'm just a huge fan, man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, oh. no, I I love the Atlanta based stuff, and I love you know everything. That's uh, Jimmy Bickert did that one. He was the director and writer for it. Yeah, and yeah. Oh my God, he's what inspired me to go out and make Break It Thug because I was just like, oh my God, who who does this? And you know, takes a <laughs> Bigfoot monster and goes, yeah, that works with bikers, right? Sure. Yeah, that works. <laughs> Awesome. And we'll we'll talk more at the end of the show. We'll we'll also shameless plug your new movie that you're working on right now. So uh but first we're gonna talk directly about this theme. <coughs> now you see Bigfoot and Cryptids, which are also Loch Ness would count as that, the Jersey Devil counts as a cryptid, anything like that, anything that's consider and not necessarily some mythology but not really. Mostly it'd be folklore creatures. Uh, Mothman counts. Yep, absolutely. Chupacabra. Chupacabra counts. Chupacabra. No. Just wanted to say, I I have a slight bone to pick because I just watched a movie to prepare for this episode we're doing here. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Called Tanya's Island. (laughs) Yep. I made him watch it. Nice. Awesome. I have feelings. I have a lot of feelings right now. <laughs> All right. Before, yes. Uh, one of the reasons why, before we move on to the actual title, the theme and the theme abroad, well, let's focus for a minute on the cryptids. One of the reasons why um, I brought Richard in as a judge this year. Thank you, Richard. You don't know what you're getting into, but you're going to love it. I hope <laughs> we'll help you through it. Um, oh. Is that um, the Bigfoot? I'm one of the things we're going to do is call the call because I have to because it's alliteration. Bigfoot binge. We're gonna have a binge watch. Uh, con- we're gonna have a binge watch for points of a shit ton of Bigfoot movies, and he's seen most of them. But one of them he hadn't seen, which, by the way, was introduced to us by our mutual friend Nathan Hamilton, the son of Celluloid. He he told me about it on his podcast, Caught Dead Watching, and then I, but I actually had already seen it, which was what was really funny. I was like, oh my god, I totally seen that movie. So I had to watch it again as an adult because I don't know why my parents let me watch it as a kid. But so <laughs> Richard never saw it, so I made him watch 
Tanya's Island, which, by the way, is directed by the same person that did Alice Sweet Alice, of all things. Uh, so, Richard, oh, wow. tell them about Tanya's Island because it's not nearly as good as Alice Sweet Alice. Well, I, honest to God, in the first 10 minutes, I was like, I think I'm watching a porno. You know, no, no, it's not a classy one, like an 80s, you know, pull out, like, there's a storyline to this, I think. And then it just got weirder after that. I mean, like, here's a good five-minute intro of a chick just naked, rubbing on herself while waves crash in a really bad background. But from what I've gathered, I'm not watching the last 20 minutes because I had to take a break and start drinking heavily. Uh, it's a kind of woman, it's a lifetime movie about a woman who has an abusive boyfriend. A really abusive boyfriend. Like Very really. abusive boyfriend. And they move to a deserted island to where she has sexual fantasies and starts trying to sleep with an ape with very human eyes. Whoa. Like you do. That's, that's like you do. Was, was, was Rick Faker's first attempt at a Bigfoot suit, by the way. Oh, nice. Uh, that's so awesome. That's, it's an amazing-looking suit. Uh, it stars... Prince's girlfriend at the time, Vanity. Oh my god! <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Like, wow. Yeah, pretty much naked the whole movie, except for this puka shell necklace, which kind of covers her, but kind of doesn't. There is a lot of '80s bush in this, like a lot. Oh, um, it's a almost lot of it. it's so, so nasty. Almost like if if it, I I it, I'm surprised it wasn't on the list. To be honest with you, because Alice Alice was on the yeah stage, not not the main one, but the the supporting one. So Richard, right. how do you feel now that I tortured you with this movie? You still haven't finished it. I know, I know. You're <laughs> a coward, so man. I get through this shit, man. Oh God! Guys, okay, I will tell you now. It doesn't matter how it ends, but you should watch it anyway because you just need to know it exists. <laughs> if you are a completist, you have to see Tanya's Island. That's true. I can believe that. I, I, so the real question is, do I include it on the Bigfoot bench? Who have you excluded? Do I include it? Does it count? Oh, you know, put it on there? I'm watching it on YouTube for free, and trust me, no one's doing a copyright on this. I mean, I think uh, <laughs> people changed their name to make this movie. <laughs> so, yes. Maybe we should, like, even Ellen Smithy left. <laughs> Good. All right. So, we'll talk. So, one of the fun things you're going to be able to do for extra points, because one of the things about the madness is that you watch movies for points, and whoever has the most points wins. We'll go into the scoring and point system later on. You don't need to know about it right now. Just know that if you watch a fuck ton of movies that are all horror genre, you can, and any genre counts, any horror film counts, just some have more points than others. Uh, closer to your theme, the more points you get. Watch a fuck ton of movies, you can join the madness and you can be part of it. Because really, even being in last place is fine because it's all about talking about the movies we're watching. It has nothing, the point system is subjective. It's just, to, it's a device to get people to open up. And the Bigfoot binge will be a lot of fun because everyone's going to be watching the same five or ten films together and we can just talk about it and it'll be hysterical. Absolutely hysterical. So, uh, and there are going to be some good ones in there. There'll be some scary ones. I'm already, go, of course, going to include my boy Eduardo Sanchez's Exists. I mean, I can't not do the Bigfoot without Exists. I mean, that's, that's like one, one of my favorite. One. 
it's it's actually scary and it's a good found footage movie and the suit is even pretty good. Um, you know, there's that. I've heard I, he I can do some know. found footage. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he's kind of invented the subgenre almost yeah. or perfected the subgenre, I should say, not invented sure. it. That that would be cannibal holocaust. But um you know, but uh, you know, we 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 love. Uh, you know, he's a local Maryland boy. So, you know, shout out to Eduardo Sanchez. Oh, cool. I still think though, Lovely Molly is still my favorite film by him. Uh, but uh, oh, you know, um, I'm a Blair Witch whatever. guy. Blair Witch is just classic. But there's oh, a lot. Okay. Of, I used to be an improvisational actor, so I have some issues with that, which I won't okay. get into. Uh-huh. In this. <laughs> you and I can talk about that later, Liz. <laughs> Oh my God, Raven! We have to dish on that. Oh my God, because I'm sure yeah. you had the same issues I did. Because I used yes, to I think I bet I know exactly what you're talking. Oh about. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. Now I'm intrigued. Oh my God! No. Well, you'll just have to listen. It's too complicated wow. right now. Right now, we got to. Yeah, it is. We've been all over the map and digressing a lot today, and it's not just been me, which is awesome. Uh, so, uh, uh, so. Uh, so the whole theme is, uh, do you remember the title, Raven, or should I just go ahead and say it? If you want to say it, you can. I think you should say it. I'll, I'll help All with right. the drum roll. All right. Ready? Drum roll. The full title of this year's magic is. Can you hear it? The Hall- <laughs> I did. Thank you. Okay, good. The Halloween horror movie <laughs> marathon madness nature bites back. <laughs> Right on. <laughs> so we are going to That is amazing. One of my favorite subgenres of horror, animal attacks in particular, yes. which is going to be awesome. So animal attacks, some monsters. Yes, kaiju is going to count this year. Giant bugs are going to count this year. The, yes. All sorts of animals. Alfred Hitchcock, going to get some love this year. Sure. Uh, once again, cryptids. We're going to have some love to some cryptids this year. Um, of course, because of what pandemics, viruses. Yes, yes. We're going to talk about viruses, too. Yeah. And pandemics <laughs> will definitely be a bonus point of some kind, because that's why, actually, I decided to do nature. One of my favorites and one of the most controversial between myself and Raven, because my automatic, I've already decided <laughs> on the automatic triple bonus for this, and, and Raven's not sure I should, but I really do think I, do, I should. I People it's plant. Not that you shouldn't. It's that I don't like it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> okay. The bonus point's going to be about evil plants. Matter of fact, our unofficial mascot film right now, and I'm going to explain. Raven, I haven't told you, I have a surprise to you about the mascot film this year, because I was having trouble deciding which one. But the unofficial okay. one right I'm now excited. is Rick Moranis' uh, version of Little Shop of Horrors. That's actually Into it the, so much. Uh, I like that, yeah, that way better. Yeah, that's, that's the unf- unofficial one for now. Um, that's Yay. why I'm that picture. Uh, <laughs> so evil plants for sure. Uh, but nice. the automatic triple bonus one of the weird subgenres of horror, I've always wondered why it exists, but it's there. You can find it in scattering of films is tree rape. And I want tree rape to be the oh, yeah. triple bone. Evil Dead. <laughs> I, I, kill- don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I can tell you three films off the top of my head that have tree rape. So can I. Right now. 
I can do one. I can just do the one. Uh, Evil Dead. <laughs> hold on, I'm thinking. Can you the do it? The ruins. Or the ruins are. Hold on, I'm trying to think. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, the ruins. That's not really treatment, though. The ruins will totally like, count like for fine, points. Baby. Oh, my God. That really counts. I that love that movie. I do, too. I it's really terrifying. The book is way good. I highly recommend the book. It's actually better than the movie. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Really good fucking book. Um, but I digress. Scott Smith. But both Evil Dead movies, the original and the remake, have tree rape, right? Um, you also have mm-hmm. a stop animation film that came out a couple of years ago, which was also a madness special to hell and back. There's tree rape, and it's the guy, H.R. Oh. Benjamin from uh, Bob's Burger nice. and Archer, who's raping. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's doing the raping. Whoa. Uh, uh, so he's doing the raping. In the tree rape, yeah, he's he's voicing the tree raping, uh, pedophile tree raper. It, it's actually really weird. <laughs> and then there's a movie called Treevenge, and there's tree rape in that too. Yeah. Uh, so uh, see, look, I, I think it's so specialized that it should count. We don't have to make a decision right now, but I wanted to throw <laughs> it out there because no, I don't want to necessarily glorify sexual assault, but tree rape is like the most fictional thing. And violence is violence. It's not a sex act. It's a violent act. I mean, you're raping them or cutting off their head. Is it like any better or worse? It's kind of gross no matter what, right? It's all bad. Like, yeah, I think we should bring attention to the dangers of trees, you know, with all the tree huggers in the world now. <laughs> people should be aware. They are touchy uh, Well, See, I mean, I'm, I'm in Oregon, and they, they teach you that from birth. You know, they, okay. they warn you about trees as soon as you're born here. West Virginia, we have a whole semester dedicated to it in junior high. Right. That's when you're ready. That would be a problem. Oh, is there any movies where Mm. cactus rape people? I know there's movies where cactus kill people. There's an episode of Um, Cactus. I'm Um, sure there is. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, that comes up. We'll, We'll have to talk about it. But anyway. So evil plants are definitely on the list of bonus points. So all those things are going to happen. Uh, the Bigfoot binge is going to happen. In particular, though, I, I because of um, Godzilla is going to play a major role in this year because um, one of the major bonus points is going to be radiation, making animals really, really big, which will be very psychotronic. Yeah. So like deadly mantis, <sighs> them, okay. God. Uh, um, those kind of films are all going to be worth this year. I know Aaron's excited. Uh, oh man, Richard Tanner loves these kind of movies too. He's right with me on this. Oh yeah, like no, the, the Atomic Age movies. movies. Oh, I'm all about them. Yeah, big bug <laughs> movies. I'm really looking forward to big bug movies, especially Deadly Mantis. It's so bad, I love it. I love Deadly Mantis more than them. So, uh, I don't know that I've ever seen it straight. I think I've only seen Deadly Madness on MST3K, but I do right. love it. I was going to ask. <laughs> oh, I watched it oh, straight oh, the, a time. You don't need to ask with this genre, Steve. There's always an MST3K <laughs> or a riff tracks of it. That's, yeah. yeah that's, I should, why well, would I if there's a big bug, <laughs> they have a riff. They've done it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the real thing is I, I don't think I'm going to actually allow people an extra point for horror hosting this year because we're watching this movies. I want them to watch so you do one movies. or the other. Yeah, mm. I mean, no, you, 
you can only watch it once, but we're not going to allow. I don't know if I'm going to allow multiple versions. Sometimes, depending on the subgenre, right. I will allow the versions of a film to be watched. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do that this year. I think I want to stick it to keep it to the psychotronics and the horror as much as possible this year, especially sure. since there's plenty, plenty of monster movies that are going to fit in this. And um, Raven and I were talking about like how I wanted to keep it to cryptids, but not necessarily mythological creatures. But then I started looking at mythological creatures, and I think we're going to have to take those on a case-by-case basis. Like, I wouldn't necessarily okay. take a leprechaun, but a movie about the fae might count, or mermaids. Mermaids are a monster. They count. Sirens. Yeah. And they're often horror films with, with you know, the lure, yeah. for example, is already accepted as a, as a, you know, that's one of my favorite movies. You know, it's a Polish horror film musical about the little mermaid. I mean, come on. That's awesome. What is this <laughs> one? Hold on. I don't know. all around, too. Minotaur starring Tom Hardy. Right. right. I missed the title. Minotaur. L-U-R. Oh, Minotaur. Oh, no. Yes. The lore is awesome. I'm sorry. The lore. I know that one too. And Minotaur. Minotaur would count. I mean, it's it's, um, sphinxes would count. They're monsters. They're animals. Um, Wendigos gets a little edgy. I think I would allow them. Um, Yeah. So. So I was thinking of something else. That was actually the one that made me realize, like, no, I can't necessarily. Because, I mean, how am I supposed to, especially Native American stuff, how am I supposed to say, no, Raven Ooh. doesn't count as a bonus point, you yeah. know, because yeah. he's a god. Yeah. No, he's still under Raven, <laughs> you know, right? Okay, yeah. I have like, a question. The Raven, in, the Raven in the Sand might count even. Go ahead. Who has a question? Uh, you, we were talking giant bugs. So, of course, my mind went to Starship Troopers right away. But they're aliens. Oh, yes. Do they count? What? Ooh. Aliens? Oh, I think they do. Alien, alien bugs. Alien bugs. Yeah, alien yes. bugs. Yes, I'm I am. If it's an animal. So do xenomorphs count like an alien? No, I was, was going to ask the same thing. Where do you draw I, the I line? It's so. Because oh. the thing about the, the bugs is that the arachnids are actually an arachnid. Like like the day of triffids, the alien is a plant, but it's an right. alien, but it is a plant, so it still counts. So I think it would count like that. The spider, because it's a spider, the type of spider. Audrey Two right? in Little House of uh, Little Shop of Horrors is an alien it's plant, but she's alien. still an alien. It's still a plant. I mean, still a plant, plant rather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here we go. Sorry. Yeah, well, you guys always make me feel like I'm home. <laughs> well, and then Godzilla is also a kaiju. I mean, so yeah. Godzilla is, sleeps beneath Ooh. the waves and is brought to life. But Ghidra is an alien. But he, you know, he he's not really. But they, I'm counting kaiju this year because of Godzilla in particular. Not because of Gamera or Ghidra, but they were going to count too. They're going to get a point, but Godzilla is going to get the point. I might even Gamera add is a friend kind of children everywhere. Oh. Godzilla, Godzilla. <laughs> uh, uh, Raven made a, a confession saying that the son of Godzilla is one of Raven's favorite films of the kaiju oh. era. Is that right? <laughs> Which one? He's one of my favorite characters. It's not that it's not the Son of Godzilla <laughs> film that does it for me. I just love how he appears and when they did the really stylized when Godzilla used to jump in the air and pose and then they'd have like a Japanese like <laughs> rocket sound. Yeah. Um and then like tiny Godzilla would come in and do it too. It's just like 
Oh, it's the cutest. They're doing it's family amazing. things. I just, I love yeah. Baby Godzilla. <laughs> the aliens. But I also love the movie. Got to be incidental. I think it's more about the animal itself that's going to count as the point. So mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's a talking plant, it's still an evil plant, and it's still trying to eat people. So it counts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, the, right. it, the 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 moss in Creep Show kills them. It grows over Stephen King oh. and kills them. Absolutely would count. <laughs> You know, so, uh, you know, it, 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 it is an alien, too, technically. I mean, however, the blob probably won't count, even though, right. you know, you can watch it for points, but it's not going to actually get bonus points because it's not a real creature. Right. You know, the xenomorph isn't a real creature. Uh, so it, it really is about the if, it, if it's something that would be part of nature. Now, if it's part of our own world, fuck yeah. Like animals from our own world are definitely going to count. I'm actually thinking sharks might get an extra point. I haven't figured out when ah, sharks yet, but, but I think jaws and sharks should definitely be acknowledged. Um, dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. What are there like 13 well, Sharknado films now? And there's like yeah. a million. Yeah. Well, and, and we've already decided, uh, Raven and I decided, because, you know, there's bonus points, and then there's wild cards, and the difference is the wild card is a person, place, thing, or company that you can watch anything they've done for points, even if it's out of Halloween genre. So if it's like a love story or a comedy, you can still watch it and get a couple of points for it and not lose anything. But one of the things that we decided, a perfect fit, is Asylum. So Asylum's going to be a wild card this year. So, because, you know, Asylum, genetically altered animals will definitely be part of this. Lava lantulas. Yeah, Shark to Puss in particular, which I'm actually leaning towards. Yes, that's why I, <laughs> I, uh, I hope we do. How many people here have actually seen Shark to Puss in this group right now? Me. No. Uh, I have. Nice. I can't so, remember the names of all of them that I've seen. I think I've seen Sharktopus. And there's at least two people. Aaron's, Aaron's have. Um, I First of all, it's the only one of the asylums that, well, not the only one, but it's one of the only ones that Roger Corman produced. So it's got a little bit more money than some <laughs> of them. Uh, it has Sharktopus design is it's the Sharktopus. And I just, yeah, that's enough. Uh, the real capper to the Sharktopus movie is the stellar, Oscar-worthy, drunken performance of 1980s heartthrob Eric Roberts. Um, it is absolutely one of the most amazing performances I've ever seen. I mean, it, it is it is a monumental performance. It is like the I have never seen someone not have more to more or less fucks to give. About being in a movie. <laughs> so I'm really waiting for that to be part of our group watch. <laughs> so like he's, he's completing community right service or something. <laughs> that Can I share a, a, a very yeah, dumb story with you about Asylum? <laughs> yes, please. Please. So I can't, I can't remember what year it was. It was a few years back. C. Thomas Howe came to uh, Days of the Dead Atlanta. And nice. I always lose my shit when someone that's not horror, you know, truly horror-based comes. I'm like, oh, my God, this is an 80 star. I got to meet him. I love The Outsiders. 
So I show up to him and I'm like, I give him this DVD to sign. I'm like, oh, you're pony boy. But I'm like, hey man, quick question. How the hell did you end up directing three Asylum films? Because I worked at Blockbuster and I remember just picking up The Day the Earth Stopped. I'm like, oh, mm. this looks like shit. And directed by C. Thomas Howe. He was like in the start when they started doing all those dumb movies before Sharknado oh. ever existed. And you've never seen a man laugh harder that one of his fans shows up and goes, you do them asylum films, right? Oh. <laughs> it's, it's asylum has... Known. I actually don't think all the asylum movies are bad. I actually really no, like neither. Jersey Shore Shark Attack. I think that one's I actually really by, cute. I just know them by reputation. I'm not, I'm not, I guess I need to dive in. I guess the madness will give me that opportunity. Well, it, 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 no matter what, there's plenty of points to be had because there's nothing but genetic piranhas, uh, cross-breeding mm-hmm. creatures. Um, oh, nice. Christmas Shark. You want to see a really bad movie? Christmas Watch Shark? Christmas, Christmas Shark? shark? Oh, my what God. What is the name of the Christmas Shark movie. Oh my god, it has a really awesome name. Hold on, I'm gonna look this It better up. just be called Christmas Shark. I hope it's just it's, Christmas Shark. That's the best we thing. We do. <laughs> I can't improve on that. Were you with me at, at San Diego Comic Con when we came across oh, a young woman dressed as Sharktopus? Yeah, and it was a Christmas Shark. Do you, do you remember too. that? Were you with me that year or was that a different I wasn't year? With me that year. But we did have someone at uh, AwesomeCon dressed as Sharknado. I don't know if Erin Marie saw because she was yeah. there that year. It was a big hat. It was awesome. actually really cute. Um, and the answer is, answer is you're going to get ready. Hold, hold on to your butts. You ready for what the okay. name of this movie is? Santa Jaws. Oh, my Whoa. God. Bravo. I stand corrected. <laughs> you can't improve on Christmas Shark. <laughs> Santa Jaws. Wow. Yeah, I know. I watched I that movie. Christmas. I actually watched the whole thing. It is awful. It is so bad. But I think I might put it in regular rotation every Christmas now. Yeah, you may as well. <laughs> oh, my God. So make sure you right guys watch that. Oh, my God. No, no. Right <laughs> yeah. after Sound of Music. Good. Sound of music first. Oh, yeah, the and, Von Trapp. And Santa Jaws. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Hi, I'm a human. It's classy. Oh, yeah, you're a lay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's perfect. Merry Christmas. All right. So, all right. So, let's real quick, once again, and this is fast bullet because we're just going to throw them out. Pandemic movies, virus movies. We are going to cover viruses and bacteria as as a uh, as as a bonus point this year. Uh, so the real question about is that first of all, yes, zombie viruses will count, but yes. other zombie outbreaks yes. will not. So it has to be specifically oh. viruses, except for I will accept a girl with all the gifts because a girl with all, all right. the gifts is actually spore plant spores. That causes the zombie apocalypse. That's right. So I will count that. So that's a nature, that's an exotic okay. evasive, uh, you know. Is it, it, an it, example of something you wouldn't accept, perhaps? Um, let's see. Obviously, I would accept 28 Days Later, because that is a virus. Um, right. A, no Song of the Dead, because we never really found out. 
That's yeah, right. Remember at they the end that they went to Romero's movies. They wouldn't get a bonus point this year, which is rare. What about uh, the Mark Rabbit, yes. I would think Rabbit, they would probably get a bonus point for that. I would allow that probably. Um, sure. That is, a, that's a, is that a virus or a bacteria? Either way, it would count. Uh, rabies would count. Um, so. Uh, it's a virus. Let's see. Other virus movies, that would be. But yeah, oh, yeah. I, I would say the Romero right. films, we don't know. Shaun of the Dead, because we don't know. Um, there's a movie called Dance of the Dead, which is actually really good, and I highly recommend it. That's a toxic waste bill. I wouldn't really count that. I want to keep it more to genetic mutations or viruses. Uh, but the genetic mutations, I want to keep it to and viruses or zombies. Uh, so let's see. Other zombies, let's see. I'm trying to think. World War Z is a virus, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it is. I think that's a virus. God damn it! Now uh-huh. we're gonna have to now we're gonna have to deep dive like zombie virus movies because I'm gonna have to know which <laughs> ones are virus and which ones are not. So, but that's not a bad. There's thing some either. cataloging of that already. A lot oh, of the wa- oh, that work know, has been done for us. You know, oh, a, a movie that would get a bonus point that is about a pandemic that people wouldn't think about would be Ten Cloverfield Lane. That's true. Hmm. Yeah, I love that movie as well. Yeah, I me too. Actually, I, I, that would be that's a good choice, even though it's aliens. Ultimately, spoiler alert, it's also a uh, pathogen movie. So, what? Oh yeah. my god, it's aliens! I can't believe it's, it's aliens. Fucking aliens. She says that. I can't that. believe it's fucking aliens. <laughs> yeah, she says that along those lines in the movie. Yeah, that's like. the line. That's yeah. Yeah, because that was one of their theories, but it was the right one. Um, so anyway, so yeah, uh, so yeah, so that's a movie that has a virus in it or, or a proposed virus. I would count it, even though it's not really a virus. They think it's a virus. It's actually a chemical agent in the end, but it's kind of blurry. Like I said, sometimes it, remember one of the things about the madness, if you're listening, is that if you think a film should get a bonus point that I haven't given one to, or the judges have. Because everyone's broken down by judges and they get ranked on what films they are. We'll explain about summaries when we get closer to the madness. Um, you can you can argue it, and sometimes oh, yeah. we'll we'll change our mind on something. We'll we'll totally change oh, our yeah. mind. Oh yeah, it's happened. It's happened. Yeah, it's happened a lot. So uh, you know, so definitely you a point. That's my favorite thing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah sometimes I'm gonna be like, you're reaching. Other times I'm like, okay, I'll allow it. You know, it depends. So, uh, you know, I would definitely allow Santa Jaws. I mean, come on. <laughs> so, oh, any, okay, so let me throw it out to the gallery. Let's see, movies, any movies that I just mentioned that would, in the, any of the subgenres that you think would be highlights for this year? Let's do a round robin. Let's, Raven, why don't you throw out some movies that you think that would be excellent madness watching this year? I think that I would like to recommend uh, the wonderful film, The Night of the Lepus. I love movies from the 70s where uh, seemingly really sweet animals get enlarged and then suddenly, because they're large, are really mean. Uh, (laughs) This one, uh, the effect... I'm leaning towards that being one of our our mascot films, but I haven't committed to it either. Hey, we could we could do a banner a week. (laughs) (laughs) Lepus is a bunny. Yeah, Lepus is Lepus is the Latin name for a bunny, and so it's these little bunnies in a scientist lab, and oops, they accidentally get 
really huge, like bigger than people. And medically the way they did it. I believe there was a, there was a medical accident. And, and so they got genetically Cole. altered. Um, well, I no, don't no, remember. No, it's been a few years. They were be- I know this movie by heart. It's one of my favorite movies. Oh, good. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I'm looking forward um, to rewatching it. Forrest Kelly's in it, first of all, from Star Trek. Yeah. So yep. you got to remember that. That's important. Uh, but what happens is there's a medical lab, and they're doing genetic experiments on bunny rabbits. And uh, the two kids go there and look at the bunnies. Oh, look at the bunnies. And they give them one. Which is like, what the fuck would you give a bunny? And then, of course, she immediately drops the bunny. The bunny runs off, drops into a rabbit hole. Move a few years later, they're ginormous, they're rabid, and they are eating everything, including people. And it's awesome. Um, and the sound they use for for some reason, even though bunnies don't really make too many noises of their own accord, they squeak sometimes a little. Uh, they just constantly scream the entire movie. And so it's just like a close-up, way too close-up of a bunny because there's no special effects, and then just screaming. So um, make sure you blast that for your neighbors. They they slow it down, and the bunnies run through slowly, and there's little models. Sometimes it's a close-up of foam in the mouth. Now, at one point, this is the best part of the movie, actually, um, they go into a cave. And in the cave, they're attacked, and it's off screen. They obviously built this ginormous single bunny arm. So hmm. all you can see is the arm going, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> and, you know, nice effort. Yes. One of the things I like to do, Raven, with this movie is at a party. I, I haven't done it in a long time, but I used to put it like like a sheet up so it's kind of loose, and, and then I would project it on the screen and then turn oh, the sound nice. down because it looks so good with no sound on because there's all these ginormous bunnies going. It is brilliant. All right. There's Anything something else? to add to that too, though. I was about to say anyone that hasn't seen it. You keep y'all keep using the word bunnies. That's what y'all need to remember. It's literally a camera zoomed in on fuzzy little bunny rabbits. They're not jackalopes. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> happy bunny rabbits. They're they're just they're a- pleased and punch. <laughs> they're just sitting All there right. eating. <laughs> That's amazing. Aaron, um, we're gonna go to Erin Marie next, but Raven, before we go, anything else you want to recommend? Uh, let's see. Uh, madness thematically. Um, you know what? I'll also bring uh, Earth versus the Spider onto the table. Uh, uh, very good, ginormous spider. Uh, 50s, like we're still scared of the atomic bomb kind of mm. world. Uh, it's it's just it's a nice piece of Americana, um, and it's a good it's a good palate cleanser between huge binges. I, I have a very soft spot for that movie because part of it was shot in Carlsbad Caverns National Park in New oh, Mexico, nice. and I worked yeah. there, so I awesome. I love it. Which is funny because I actually can tell uh, when we get to the madness uh, theme post, we t- I want to talk about this movie more because I can tell you okay. exactly what shot and where in the cave it is and how like the scale is all wrong and things were upside down. It's hysterical. Nice. So, uh, awesome. and, and also, I will say that one of the better MST3K episodes is the episode mm-hmm. where Earth 
the giant spider. I actually yeah, really like that. Yeah. 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 So excellent. All right, Erin Marie, anything you want to add to this table of, of nature's death wish? All I've been thinking about is 1972's frogs. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh, that would be terrible, though. Oh, I don't. Like I it. know it's awful, but that it's totally like I remember watching it, it on TBS as a little kid, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is ridiculous! I fucking love it. It's so stupid." And there's so much more than frogs. Like you think you're just getting frogs, but like no, they over deliver yeah, for you. No, it, it's everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Steve, you're up next. What do you want to throw out? Uh, I want to throw out. I'm sorry? (laughs) Uh, I would like to. uh, I just want to. This is not my. uh, You picked the madness this year that I'm going to learn a whole lot. I will say that. This is not my area of expertise. Uh, I would say, though, um, I talked about it recently on Repo oh, Nerds. I uh, would like to bring it back to the crazies, actually. Um, if that is, I think that falls under what you're talking about, like a more rabid type thing. Um, with people getting, uh, you know, it's, it's not exactly zombies. They have kind of rabies. And also in that, you mentioned Rabid by David Cronenberg. And when I think of big uh, ant, uh, bug movies, I always think of them. With the big, yeah. with the the ants. Uh, oh, that's the one my mind one. immediately goes to. But I'm this year. This is going to be a year for me, uh, more than anything, honestly, of just uh, kind of blowing my mind on all these areas because this is <laughs> this is all kind of not my area of expertise. It's going to be really fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I think I killed the room. <laughs> I just killed the Very, very quiet. I'm back. Oh, I thought, I, I thought I killed the whole show. No, it was the computer again. Oh, you know, well, that's my well, way. Computer. It's completely reloaded. It's not me. It's Blog Talk. They can go suck a dick, man. Um, oh. They have a lot of money, and they just drop calls during the live feed. <laughs> so, I, love it. I uh, love it. So where were we? We were talking about I'm sorry, Steve, can you recap what you just said? I didn't hear any of it. Sure, 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 sure. Basically, I said that this is going to be a year of learning and experience and growth for Steve because I, uh, well, number one, I shouldn't refer to myself in the third person ever again. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is not my area of expertise. That being said, I've always uh, liked them, uh, the, the big ant movie when I was a little kid. I like that. And speaking, there is a yeah. big uh, spider yep. movie uh, with William Shatner. That uh, oh that yeah, Kingdom of the Spiders. Kingdom of the Spiders. I loved that when I was a kid. Kingdom uh, of the Spiders one, is awesome. And, it has a yeah, I loved ending. it. It does. It's, yeah, it's so yes, yes. And I remembered. Uh, I haven't seen it since I was probably nine or ten years old. And uh, I just think that that the good time to revisit some stuff like that. And I was wondering if the crazies, of course, there's Cronenberg's Rabbit and the Saskia Sisters mm-hmm. Rabbit yep. as well. But crazies what about would the count. Crazies? It's a virus. Crazies and is I a virus. And I love that. I recently count. brought it up on yep. Repo Nerds because I, I yep. love it. So those are some right off the top of my head. But this year, mostly, uh, like I said, this I'm going to be a sponge this madness. 
Well, that's nice. good. We're going to have to repo nerd the shit out of you this uh, on this subject. I know. It's so, so I asked maybe it. I'll make my team captain so I can feed you movies. So, yes, uh, please do. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, All right. So we are now to our guest. Throw out some movies. I know you have some in your mind. I know you saw Unbombable recently again, too. I did. I did. That was, uh, actually, that was my first time watching on that one. Yeah. That was really good. (laughs) Um, No, actually, mine. It's not bad. It's not bad. The one I would recommend, though, is that. When I was growing up, when you got into horror movies, you had one of two ways you would go. Either you became the trauma fan, and you're like, talk to Crusader for life, or you watched Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, and you're like, this is the best movie (laughs) ever. Honestly, I'm the Attack of the Killer killer Tomatoes guy. The Killer Plan. That's the one I want to recommend. Oh, fuck yeah. I love Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. If I was going to recommend a cryptid film, I would uh, recommend uh, The Legend of Boggy Creek. Ooh. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> I that love that movie. Long. Right on. You know it what? is an awful I, I movie. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I, love it. I was going to include Legend of Boggy Creek, but I'm also going to include Cry Wilderness because I think that. We just need to torture people on the Bigfoot binge. <laughs> yeah. I think Boggy Creek is oh, actually uh, my intro into wanting to love Bigfoot because, you know, we talked about kaiju. Bigfoot is my kaiju because he's always the hero to me. I'm, the only scary one I've ever seen is Exist. But otherwise, huh. Bigfoot, I take the tenacious D aspect where I'm like, that's my hero, man. Look at that guy, little sass over there. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I haven't, I didn't pick a mascot song this year, but I was because Tenacious D and Pick a Destiny is always an accepted film because any film with the devil as a personified character counts. Um, so, um, there's yeah, so there's a uh, a song from that movie, or they're on shrooms, and I was thinking that might be our mascot song. That's a good choice. It, it'll mm. definitely come into play. Yeah, yeah, it'll definitely come into play. I mean, to, you know, uh, it's Tenacious D after all, and Sasquatch is one of their running gags through all their shit. So that's yeah. good. Uh, other, what else, Richard? I know you got a lot of movies under your belt. It's a very large belt. Well, like, there's a lot of ones. I'm trying to think of ones that are more obscure because, like, one of my favorites, and I hate to admit it, is uh, Willow Creek because a lot of people hated that movie, but I love Bobcat Goldwith. And I'm like, all right, I love Willow it. Creek is great. I love that it's another Police Academy alum, like Abominable, that's about, you know, you know, you got Police Academy 5 and Police Academy 3 doing Bigfoot movies. Uh, I, I'm just <laughs> down for any Bigfoot. And then, as a shameless oh, plug, because all, I'm always promoting myself. I absolutely 100%. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. But I was going to say about Bobcat, I absolutely adore him. Uh, I would. I wish I loved Willow Creek more than I do. I I think the first half is better than the second half, uh, but I do kind of get what he was going for. So I I will watch it again during the madness. And I want to revisit it and see how I feel about it because I I felt 
that there was issues. At the same time, I see why people love it. Uh, I, I, but I fall down on exists a little bit more for the found footage Bigfoot movie. I think that one's more effective, and it is scary. At the same time, it's really sad. It is. It is. It's one of the more serious because you don't yeah. usually get a serious movie with Bigfoot. Bigfoot's usually like, look at this dumb redneck. But no, no, oh, exists is the one that's like, oh god. The man who killed There's also Billy Blair. Had some emotional heft to it as well. Uh, let's see, Willow, what was it? Uh, I forget what Billy Blair's movie is. Uh, I thought that was a Bigfoot movie. Um, but there's going to be How about, let's see who we got. Aaron, why don't you add some movies to this list? Mm, well, I Aaron know Kogan, that is. Natalie is going to be really excited because. Uh, Maybe her favorite, and it's up there with Dracula. It's hard to say which her favorite is, but she's a huge fan of Cat People, both the remake and the original. So yes. I, I know that'll be top of her freaking list for sure. Um, I really loved from the uh, the, uh, the either first or second season of X Files. There was a Jersey Devil episode that was really good. That I'm I'm looking forward to revisiting. Uh, Deep Blue Sea had mutated, oh yeah, uh, experimented upon sharks, and that was just so much fun in the theater. The audience totally got into that and was laughing. We're and going screaming. to survive. So that would be fun to watch again. Oh, um, uh, and of course, everything guides you. I'm I'm really excited because I will watch literally every camera film that ever existed very happily. <laughs> Uh, I also want to point out that one of the bonus points I'm looking at is, which would also include Blair Witch and a movie called Yellow Brick Road in this, um, is Lost in the Woods. I do think we should accept that as a bonus point because that is actually a subgenre of nature movie, a horror film. Oh, yeah. But, so mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm leaning towards that as so killer plants being lost in the woods as a bonus point. Uh, there's a movie called The Forest. With Natalie Dormer, go back to Natalie Dormer, um, and oh, she's nice. it's located in the forest, su- right? yeah, the Japanese suicide forest. Exactly. That movie mm-hmm. is, I I think it's kind of underrated. Oh, a lot yeah. of people didn't like it, but I thought it was a lot better than people said it was. I, it was actually one of I my favorite. I thought it was good. I thought it was solid. Yeah, it was a solid film. So, uh, not Cabin in the Woods though, Lost in the Woods. Even though Cabin in the Woods will totally count because there's animals all through there. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Cabin in the Woods is one of those films that almost ATBs every year, just like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, almost ATBs every year. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if it is going to ATB this year. Is it? Are there evil plants? Well, the Gill Man. Yeah, the Reeves. The Gill Man the is, 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 and and Creature from the Black Lagoon is totally going to count. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna accept him as as a cryptid in this case because he's you know you can't have him in the Amazon rainforest. He's He's a native creature to this world, even though he's a fictional creature. Oh, my creature. God, he is a cryptid. Uh, yeah, he's absolutely a cryptid. Um, yep, absolutely. So, um, so, yeah, so, you know, there's going to be a lot of fun. So vampires aren't really going to count this year. I'm not going to – unless it's a virus-related, I'm not going to count the undead, uh, if you understand. We're going to – we're going – This things have to be living for this to count. So – Ghosts aren't going to count either, unless they're like possessing a plant or something. 
<laughs> like the ghost of an animal. Ghost of an animal. Yeah, like Wendigos. Wendigos are an animal spirit. Absolutely count, right? So, I mean, like I said, yeah. I went back and forth with it. Pet cemetery. Oh, fuck yeah. Pet cemetery, but that's an ass. Pet animal. Cemetery. That's cat. I mean, <laughs> we, <laughs> we were... <laughs> Uh, Aaron, I mean, uh, Raven and I were talking about how we also, on top of sharks, wanted to focus on. Now, last year, cats was automatic triple bonus. I don't know if I'm going to have cats be automatic triple bonus, but I do think I want cats to be featured somehow, especially since that horrible Tiger King thing was a big deal right. this year. So it's timely. Oh, uh, I haven't see, seen it yet. Did you see? Nicholas Cage is going Nicholas to be playing Cage. Joe Exotic. Yes. Yep. I saw that. Okay, carry on. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Carry on. Inspired fucking casting. Um, so, I mean. That's my favorite thing you've ever said. <laughs> what did you say? Inspired fucking yeah. casting. It's <laughs> yep. true. It's true. It, it is. <laughs> um, I, mean, I, wow. mean, I, really, I can't really complain at all. So, nope. Uh, no, all right, no. so. That's really it. That's the most. That's what I've got as a theme so far. We're throwing some awesome. ideas around, bonus points around. Um, there will be a list of secret films for the first week, as usual, from all the judges. I have not done judge recruitment starting from right now at ten thirty. I am opening the madness to if you want to be a judge, if you like this subgenre, or have it, or just want to try to being a judge this year and been a contestant, please PM me on Facebook and I will put you down on the list. I take about five judges. We usually have about 42 people play the madness from the group. The group though is large and anybody can be part of it. And uh, please do so. Cause year round we talk about horror and believe me, this is a real no bullshit. People don't troll horror group. We love talking about yeah. horror in this group. Um, the Halloween and horror can I movie say something to judging Liz? Yes. Yes, go ahead. If you haven't judged before and you're just like on the fence, totally dive in. The week one, Liz holds your hand the entire way. She scores the first week. By the time you have to do anything, you know what you're doing. And if you don't, oh, you God. have the other judges. And some of your team might know how the game works better than you. And that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're really, you really have your hand held if you're falling behind in any way of the game. Like it's just such a supportive environment, whether you're playing or judging. And if you're judging, you're still watching just as many movies. Trust me. So yeah. had, go ahead and jump had, in. We've had people play every year. Sean Burkay has played all 13 years. Uh, we've had wow. yeah, new people every year. Uh, so, uh, you know, there's always a lot of, a lot of thing, a lot of people talk in movies and we have a few people that never play, but they're very active on the thread during that time of year. Cause they're watching right. films too. Uh, so it, it's all fun. The two weeks ahead of the madness madness this year, by the way, you ready? We've got the date ready for the yes. date. Right. Ready. October 7th. Ready. It's, it's going to start Saturday, October 3rd, 2020. That is the first oh day of madness. Um, now, before that, two weeks before that, we it's called the warm-up to the madness, and I post the rules. I go over them here on the podcast. I read them live. We actually go over the bonus points. We go over examples. Um, people call in. You get extra points. It's a lot of fun. We do it, the whole thing. Some of the judges call in. That is going to be, uh, at this point, the tentative date, it could change, will be the 23rd, Wednesday the 23rd of September. Um, and then 
up that two weeks up to the third, uh, we're going to talk about, um, well, it's actually a week and a half this year. It's only a week and a half. Wow. Because oh, I moved the date of the show. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so a week and a half on the third, that's when the madness officially starts at midnight, 12.01 a.m., 3 on the 3rd of October. Uh, sometimes, though, I do trivia, give you some early points so you get ready for the madness. I sometimes throw early bird specials. Sometimes it's a film that has nothing to do with horror but might be in theme, like related animals or something. Like, actually, this year, I'm thinking I'm going to, even though I do a lot of documentaries during the madness, I was thinking another good film, Raven, for a group watch would be the documentary Cane Toads, which would totally count on this documentary oh. this year's madness. Uh, if you've ever seen Toads, it's awesome. Uh, it's one of the weirder documentaries you'll ever see. It's about the cane toad exotic evasion in Australia. A totally horrible poisonous frog that even the kills snakes. Uh, so it eats everything. Yeah, I actually haven't seen so, it. I've read about it, but I haven't seen it. I, I'm really oh, interested in watching that. It, it's fun. There's At one point, there's these two kids who like take the cane toads and dress them in little clothes and play with them like dolls it, it's oh really cool uh it's a really bizarre movie uh so um so all that's gonna happen now um sometimes i have in the middle of the summer a uh uh a, like an example of madness i haven't been doing it for the last couple of years this year i don't think i'm gonna do it either however i have a treat for you and raven doesn't even know about that because we keep uh-uh. going around on what the actual mascot film is. And there's a lot of contenders I can think of. Um, and we often have more than one. So I might have a major and a minor and the minor, even if, if it's not the major little shop of horrors will always be the minor. So you're going to hear a lot of little shop of horrors music in the next year and the next <laughs> six months, uh, which awesome. doesn't hurt anybody's feeling on this level. Right. And um, nope. also, by the way, I've also decided right now on the spot that Jack Nicholson is going to be a wild card this year. So, oh, um, no, no way. Yep. Yes, way. That's so, watch Chinatown for points, people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so yeah, because he's in the first original uh, Little Shop of Horrors. That's why I decided, oh shit, Jack Nicholson's a perfect yeah. wild card. All um, right. So, okay. So, that's amazing. Where was that? I lost my train of thought. Where was I Jack going? Nicholson, oh, yeah. Wild card. Jack Nicholson mascot film. Okay. Uh, during the 10th year anniversary, I did a March Madness contest for the mascot film. It was uh, tw- a 16 film oh, yeah. that had prevalence during the madness, either as, as the lead film of that year or one that became a favorite madness favorite. And in the end, the winner was Dead Alive, which is my favorite movie. And I'm really, like, so excited. Uh, so, uh, so this year, Raven, I was thinking, let's do it again and do it this summer. Yeah. What do you think we actually yeah, open up great. the mascot film to the public and totally. we do on my personal feed, on the Archivist Bets on Sexy Witches feed and the Madness feed, the, the group page, I will post the, the like a, a Madness bracket of, of films and have them compete each other to the end. There could be only one. Now, Perfect. what films are going to be picked will be between Myself, Raven, Richard, you get a say on this one. Yo. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, Yo. Any, and any other judge who joins before I post the bracket. 
Um, I'm going to say for the, uh, even though my, my fellow sexy witches here, I'm saving Aaron Marie and Steve and Aaron because they're going to be probably captains later. So I'm not going to have you part of this aye, process, aye. but they'll be part of processes later on, as you know. Uh, so, but yeah. in this case, I'm going to keep it to a judge only choice. Um, and, uh, but then everyone gets to vote. Everyone gets to vote. So, and I oh, will also, exciting. because I am a benevolent overlord, we'll put a, a viewer's poll on the Madness page. So if you're a member of the Madness, how do you join the Madness, Erin Marie? You go to the Halloween Horror Movie Madness page, and you say, I'm in, once we have that podcast. But before that, you can just join the group. Now, if you don't get immediately attention, like, hey, why aren't you bringing me in? I get a lot of Filipino bot traffic, so I sometimes miss one. So you're welcome to PM me or Raven or one of us um, on Facebook and say, hey, I just put in a friend request for the Halloween Horror Movie Meredith group. You have to be part of that group to be part of the madness. Um, so absolutely. And you have to be my Facebook friends. Those two things have to happen, uh, for you to play the madness properly on the social media. Um, so, uh, if you join the madness and you'll get to, well, I'm going to put up a viewers poll vote, like, cause you can do that on groups and let people add titles to that list. I did it last year also for women directors for the masters of horror series. Uh, so, and yeah. it totally worked. I had a really good set of, of female masters of horror by the end of that. So um, I was very pleased. So I think I'm going to try that again. And then sometime this summer, Raven and I and Richard and other judges will take those note votes into consideration, our own, and we will make the 16 brackets until there can be only one. So what do you think? Uh, love it. All right, that's fantastic. Exciting. So that's Perfect. it. That's the madness. That's this year's madness. Um, and um, so I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, it does lead me into, however, the podcast itself. Um, I have some. I'm not. I I don't want to dump this on you. Don't think I'm walking away from the podcast for a while. I'm not. I've decided though because I'm just having a hard time doing the podcast with my job and the pandemic and everything else is going to shit. I'm about to have a lot of shit fall on my lap in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be terrible. Uh, I mean, really terrible um, and heartbreaking. Mm. So I want to, I'll talk about what's happening later, but at the same time, I decided I'm not going to cancel the podcast. Cause honestly, I'll tell you guys talking with you and just letting me gab for a little while about movies and not talk about all what's horrible out there is a good thing. Yeah. I find it cathartic. Yeah. Catharsis too. Yeah. Uh, but I usually do this as a bi-monthly podcast twice a week and I book guests and I, you know, I I've actually been very, very astute of making sure I have good guests and good subjects. And I've been just having a hard time with that. So I'm going to drop it down to one a month, but I am going to supplement the second one with repo nerds. So there'll be one episode of repo nerds and one episode of sexy witches for the rest of, for until uh, September and the rule post mm. on um, October for the madness. Um, and then the madness is always from September, from October onwards was one a month anyways, because it's the you know holiday season and everyone's busy. Um, so it, usually I do two a month plus a reboner. But I think, I think it'll still be plenty of content 
created. Like, right? Yeah. yeah. This, but Absolutely. I hope you understand. I hope you all understand. Um, some people know that there's uh, hints of what's going on, but um, I will say, and I want to point this. Uh, first of all, Raven, Stephen, Richard, you guys, I would never. If it wasn't for social media, I would have never met you, or you know, or yeah. Aaron Marie for that matter. Oops, uh, I you know. know, I would have yeah, never true. met any of you. Um, and that we've collaborated together in some level has been amazing. That Richard and I have talked shop for years now, and Days of Dead and Atlanta has been a second home to me for many years now. Is a is a horror convention. Absolutely miss those guys down there. I worry about you, Richard. What the hell? I know that you have a place you can go, but like, it scares me what's happening in Georgia right now. I don't want anybody I know to get sick, and a lot of you have compromised immune systems and issues like that. I don't want any of you know. Poor Nathan Hamilton just had surgery and he had big toe meat and hole on his. Ugh, you know. Anyway, you know mm. we don't want. Oh wow! Absolutely. I, I actually have a theory now that most of us got it at Days of the Dead because I remember most of us being sicker longer than the usual con crowd. Now I'm like, huh, I wonder if we went through it because, yeah, it's bad, but I don't leave the house, so I don't know I if was, it's, you know, hit I me. Was, I was at the beginning of January with every symptom that they said you had. I had the flu three times yep. last year. I was telling people that, and the third flu was different, and I was still recovering when I was at Days of the Dead, unfortunately, I was better, but I was having trouble breathing. Like, it was hard mm. for me to breathe. So, uh, you know, and that lingered for a long time. Mm. That cough that came with it lasted, like, two months. Even after mm-hmm. it was almost better, uh, even, Aaron, when we were at FP, I had it still a little touch of it. And it was just, like, occasionally go, <sighs> like that. It was so weird. Yeah. Like, it just wouldn't quite go away. Oh, it was very weird. But anyway, so yeah, I have that theory too, Richard, that some of us were sick down there. But it might come yeah. back. We don't want to know. We don't want to know if it will. True. Fingers yeah. crossed. Um, so, but uh, I, I really, but I want to point, I want to point this to Aaron Marie and Aaron, the Aaron's in particular. Um, you guys are family, and no matter what happens, I love you. Right back right. at you. Yep. I love you too. Excuse me for right a second. Right back at you. No worries. This family. You know. But, um, <sighs> show must go on. <laughs> and Madness will give me something. Since we don't have conventions, even though they still haven't called a full Star Wars celebration, there was a no right. day thing. Go on. Fingers crossed, because I'm supposed to go, and Aaron and I are supposed to go they together. They canceled Horror Hounds. They canceled they, they Horror canceled Hounds. Horror Hounds. has not been canceled, but I assume they will be. I know Midsummer Spring yeah. has been canceled, which is heartbreaking, but they just can't get their shit together because um, yeah. they build those sets, which is amazing. Uh, you know, Awesome Con obviously canceled. Uh, you know, uh, well, Texas right there was supposed to be this December, I think. Yeah, well, that's true. It has been moved. Texas Frightmare was postponed as well, which is like for horror geeks, especially the boutique label DVD uh, schleppers, that is like their gold watch day, like weekend. Like Texas Frightmares, they make more money than most of the other conventions combined. And so it's wow. heartbreaking for our friends. 
So shout out to my Texas Pride Bears. And folks, if you want to help some people out, go buy their art on Etsy. Go go to the archive website on and go to Severn. Go to the boutique labels. They're still shipping DVDs. Uh, you know, go go support these. Go support our friends that are vendors because they need this. Erica Kaufman of Atomic Cotton comes to mind. She has a very yep. lucrative, decent business, but this takes a hit because all of her money comes from conventions. Um, so, you know, we make sure if you want to know any vendors, uh, and you're listening, I can suggest a few to you, especially Aaron, any of us can, we all have vendor friends, including Richard, buy his shit, buy Richard's hey. shit. Hey, yeah. I, I will say I have oh, a yeah. day job, so I care more about Eric Kaufman than I do myself, but yes, buy my oh, shit too, yes. please. Well, that's how I feel about it. I've been spending a lot of money at the local businesses, even like local franchise businesses, but I know that are run by local people, uh, making sure I drop money there, uh, you know, cause we have to cook. We, we, we had a lot of people here, so we had to go at, eat a lot of food out. So I've mm-hmm. been trying to support the local businesses as much as possible around my hood. Um, the food trucks are still coming to my day job. So I've been trying really? to support them. Keep coming, keep coming. Cause if, if it's safer than our cafeteria, Right now, so mm, uh, wow. you know, so I, I'm like, yeah, but keep bringing them. Thank you, thank you. Um, so you know, support your locals, support your peeps. We're gonna keep us. We'll, we'll get through this, and I'm not gonna be like forever strong, pandering bullshit. No, not all of us are coming out at the end of this. Let's face it, we've already lost right. too many people. Um, and the thank idea you. that like that they're calling us heroes, us like like essential people can go fuck themselves. And you know why Mm -hmm. it's pandering. Um, You don't mean it. I don't see you dropping your shit and come into the front lines or even doing what I do, which is support of GMP manufacturing of pharmaceuticals. All right. I don't see you coming and using your talents to move this forward. I see you guys doing a lot of stuff, trying to preserve your money and holding on to it. But I don't see anybody actually trying to, like, the people that matter really coming that are saying, oh, we need to reopen the economy. Fuck you. You know, we're terrified. Yeah. We're not heroes. Fuck you hard. Yeah. You know, if we're heroes, treat us like heroes. Give us the stuff the stuff we need. Give us the supplies we need. Give us the, the hazard pay we need. Yeah. Especially our teenage grocery people. I think they're they, – I'm, I'm watching them. And yeah, they are, I was saying they are unsung heroes, but they really deserve, not heroes, they need money. Give them fucking money and health insurance. That's what they need. So, I'll get off my soapbox. Here, here. Here, here. But it'll be interesting to come back to these five years and see where we were out of the pandemic. This is all a document of the pandemic in many ways. So, we got to keep doing the show. Like, what was pop culture like during a shutdown? You know, so you know, it's kind of wild. You know, it's so, Amazon anyway. paying $5 million for a commercial thanking their employees instead of actually doing anything to help their employees. Right. That's like better this than week. firing their employees for saying something. Yeah. You know, I know. Awesome. Fuck them. So. All right, so that's it. Let's talk about the madness. No more pandemics for now. Once again, mm-hmm. come back in September for the madness. We'll read live read on the air. Yeah. In the meantime, join us here for the sexy witches and repo nerds. Uh, the next repo nerd, Steve, we got to talk about it for sure. 
but either yeah. I would say the 20, 21st or the 27th, 28th, somewhere there, uh, will be good. We'll decide on subject matter. Maybe we'll keep it in theme of the madness, which is what we did last year. Last year's uh, Repo Nerds was Pet Cemetery because uh, we were doing okay. the Masters of Horror. Speaking of Master of Horror, my girl Emily Intervia of the, of the Feminine Critique is now going through the entire series of Masters of Horror in order with Christina. So if oh, you want to listen time. to her talk about them um, and like hate all the toxic men, uh, it's awesome. <laughs> Please. Please join. Please go listen to their show. I love their show. And listen to Nathan Hamilton's show, Caught Dead Watching. You want to learn about blood sucking freaks besides blow job, uh, blow job, Joe Bob. And of course, uh, oh, Heather's, Heather's was fucking on last weekend. That blew my mind. And Kill Bob. And of course, uh, Tanya's Island, as I made Richard watch that. And, uh, you know, so enjoy all that. There's so much, there is a lot of fun out there to be had, even though we have a lot of pandemic. But I do want to lead on one final slide note. First of all, I'm going to thank everybody tonight. So, in order, so thank you, Raven, for coming on. And thank you, Steve and Aaron, both Aaron and Aaron Marie. And Richard, thank you for coming on again. I love it when everyone's on talking this stuff. Um, but we have to leave on a slightly sad note because right this afternoon we got a word that one of my favorite um, uh, musicians of all time passed away at 73 years old. Yeah. A lot of people don't know. And it's going to be weird because, you know, we've been talking about nature and cryptids and animals and stuff to go completely opposite and end tonight tonight on a note about electronica music. But, um, the, the founder of Krausberg, co-founder, uh, was Florence Schneider, died today at 73 years old. Uh, if you don't know who Krausberg is, you don't, you know, you've already listened to him and don't even realize it. Because they, yeah. Krausberg and rap have a direct correlation with each other. Some of the earliest samples used in early rap was were Krausberg songs. And Krausberg's mm. amazing because they were doing that shit in 1975. Like, I keep forgetting. I always think that Autobahn is 79 in my head for some reason. No, it's 1975. I was two years old when Autobahn came out. Um, In 1981, their breakout record was um, for the United States was a record called Computer World and actually became an unofficial anthem for the breakdancing movement with the two uh, cuts, Numbers. And uh, it's more fun to compute, which became classic. Since actually numbers was used in breaking, I believe. I think Richard, is that right? I know you like breaking, right? Or you like uh, I, I think what you're saying is right because I'm trying to remember Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix, and what you're saying yeah. keeps up with that because they just did a Houston episode. Yeah, Craftwork uh, is amazing. I got to see them in 1998 at the Warfield. Um, which oh, wow. was uh, like their first major performance in the United States, their first tour in like forever. And my friend Marcus, I will always, always appreciate that. Got he was doing security that night, got me in for free, got my husband <laughs> in for free. We were still boyfriend girlfriend at the time, uh, and we were probably the only non-native German in San Francisco that was at that show. Every German, like that spoke German, that was German in the San Francisco Bay Area was at that show. I've never seen more people dressed in black in my life 
it was amazing. It was like, uh, it, it, and it was exactly what you wanted it to be. Everything was great. I was floating around the web. I found someone had posted the entire concert on as an audio file from beginning to end on YouTube. I've already posted it on my profile. So go to my Elizabeth Catherine Gray profile. If you want an amazing concert from beginning to end and pocket calculator Raven in particular, um, yeah. was actually awesome because what happened was is one of the calculators didn't work. So the one that would go, the actual <laughs> solo one wasn't working. Yeah. And so they would go, I off this calculator and it'd be silent. And it was like, oh my God. And then all of a sudden you hear the mic go on and it went, do, 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 do. <laughs> like it was all over the place. <laughs> and then it suddenly came on and 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 people don't realize Kraftwerk never show emotions. Matter of fact, one of their tours, the computer love tour, a computer love tour, they were actually in a pit and was using robots to play the music, which is like amazing. Uh, but this guy, mm-hmm. this time, mm-hmm. so they're known for being deadpan, and you could see the ever so slight smirk from the four Germans on stage as it as the as the as the electronics started came back on. It was hysterical. The whole audience cheered. Uh, it was like the best. So I rested please for, you know, oh my God, he's dead. Florence Snyder died at 73 today. And so good night, sexy witches and, and gentle and ladies and gentle witches um, and good film hunting. I'm going to leave you tonight with two Crawford songs. We're going to leave you with uh, the fun uh, Pocket Calculator, which is like Raven and I's favorite song from Community World. So good. And then the breakdancing hit. There's more fun to compute. All right, guys. Everybody, thank you again, Richard, for being on the air. Thank you for all for listening. Good luck and madness. I'll see you in October. Good night, everybody.
Thank you. 